1: Episode three of the food code. <laughs> I'm so excited. If you guys could see us right now, we are in this amazing room that Liz's husband created for us that is our podcast studio. And if you follow either of us on Instagram, you'll see it. It is phenomenal. Yeah. Like I feel like a true professional. <laughs> I'm all giddy. Like i I'm, I'm on a Christmas boarding.
0: Probably not gonna leave this room for like <laughs> weeks on end just filming podcasts. Speaking of Christmas, how was your Christmas? It was good. So we are pretty strict with Christmas Day. It's like our day. We don't go anywhere. We don't see anyone. We just have a day at home. So we made lamb this year, which was really good. Slightly Never overdid Never made it. lamb. Yeah, it, it was It intimidates good. me. It was really good. Um, it was seasoned really well, but I just should have taken it out of the oven like 10 minutes before. So yeah. um, other than that, Marcus had no idea what was going on. I tried to entertain him with gift wrapping and he just wanted to eat all of the paper so um but yeah so this was my christmas gift this podcast studio so that was cool that's
1: exciting and yeah how was yours it was good it was good it was uh we spent most of the time at nick's parents because we kind of alternate every other year with my family um and so this year my family was dispersed we're doing our christmas this saturday the fourth um and so we do chinese food on christmas which is like it's normally because we do it on Christmas Day and it's the only place that's open on Christmas. I personally despise Chinese food. Um, it is the one type of food that I literally cannot get myself to. Like I here's the thing. it tastes good, yeah, not worth it for yeah. me. I, yeah. I only, it's like, there's very few foods that are not worth it. Chinese is one of them. It makes me feel hungover yeah. for like two days yeah. afterwards. It's all so. MSG. Like, yeah.
0: it does taste good. I can't deny that. But I get really swollen. Yep. Like a ton of water retention and then like usually like a stomachache. So yeah. I would agree. I bring my
1: own food. I don't care. What I do is I make my own chicken teriyaki at mm. home. And then I'm basically eating Chinese food with everyone else. But I have my own food. Mm-hmm. I'm that person. I don't care. It's just, it, I, it's not worth it. Yeah. You got to have things so that are awful. worth it. Yeah.
0: One of the things that was really worth it to me was a cinnamon roll. So Mm -hmm. I always do cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. Um, I'm excited for you to taste it later because I got it from Dieta's Bakery. I might have already taken a piece out of the box. (laughs) Awesome.
1: (laughs) I'm a picker. I pick it. It Was that amazing? (laughs) It was so good. Yes. So that
0: is definitely worth it. Um, So in these episodes, we're going to be doing like worth it or waste type things um, just because – we understand that there's a lot of things that people crave or get confused by and there's things that we love. So for yeah. me, it's a cinnamon roll and if it's a good cinnamon roll,
1: it's worth it. If yeah. it is like a Jewel Asco cinnamon roll, that's... A waste to me, yeah. like yeah i that was the only hard thing about christmas eve and christmas is like all of the things that i love of sweets that i would never eat all year long were within like a 12 hour period mm. so i ate like my mother-in-law makes this whiskey cake that's amazing it's mm. like pound cake covered in whiskey but when you cook it it like caramelizes it's really good and has nuts in it so i had a small sliver of that and then she makes like 15 different types of cookies but there's one that's a almond butter cookie covered in powdered sugar Mm. it's like a crescent Mm -hmm. luckily they're small so i had one of those Then we had cinnamon rolls that morning Mm. it was just like lots more sugar than i usually eat um so i'm addicted to sugar now it's fine
0: it's so amazing how when you have (sighs) some sugar like you're not even thinking about it. You just be, Oh my gosh, this sounds so good.
1: Like I want it again. And yeah, yeah, and this is how addictions happen guys.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And so you're not alone in that because I'm sure if you've had cookies or cake or pie or whatever, which we want you to have and enjoy right in moderation, but it's just, yeah, the repercussions following the next couple of days can be pretty crazy. So, all right. So we were talking offline before this about something that we want to share too, like tip or trick. Mm -hmm. So Becca is super geeked out on something that she wants to share with (laughs) you. guys.
1: I'm obsessed. (laughs) here's the thing. I'm totally not this type of person. Like I, I can work out on my own. I'm pretty self-motivated with that. I enjoy working out. I know some people struggle, but Nick and I have gotten the Peloton. We got the Peloton bike and it's awesome because it's gotten like Nick works out way more now because it's in our basement. He can just go downstairs. He can do a 20 minute class. He can do a 30 minute class. You can do a 90 minute class if you have the time, but he goes right before, you know, he showers, goes to work. Um, I don't use it as much as him, but he really enjoys it. But what I love is they have an app that if you have the membership, which I think is $39 a month, it covers the bike, but it also has this online app that you can do if you don't have the bike. And it follows, so yesterday I did their outdoor It was so nice, yeah. It was beautiful outside. And so I enjoyed jogging, but what I loved about this is it took me through a workout. So instead of just like going out and running aimlessly and like kind of going fast when I feel good and not when I don't. It took, me, it took me through, like, intervals. So yeah. I picked an interval class. It, the lady talks you through it. She's coaching you through it. She has music playing that, like, coincides with, you know, the high intensity and then the recoveries. And, like, it made running so much fun for me. That's awesome. And so it, I felt like I got such a good workout. It was, like, you know, a minute on, minute off intervals down to 20-second sprints with, like, a minute rest. And it was it was amazing. So if you're looking for something <laughs> this year, um, I do much better when I have like something guiding me. Like, yeah, I can go work out on my own, but if I have something pushing me, it helps. Yeah. Um, thirty nine dollars a month really isn't that bad. You no. can bring it with you like to the gym. Yeah, you can bring it with you to the gym. They have running workouts that you can just put, prop your phone up on the treadmill, and it takes you through like a thirty minute workout or however long you can choose. How long you want to do? You can choose the type. You can cho- choose the type of music. It's awesome. So. If you're looking for something, I've been kind of obsessed with <laughs> And the see, for me,
0: I am totally – I need to be in a group setting. Like, I love classes. I love being competitive with people. I really find that I push. Like, by myself, I'll do – like, we have a Concept 2 bike, and mm-hmm. I love that because it rides like a road bike. Yeah. So in the wintertime, if I want to come downstairs – I have not done it since I've had Marcus um, – but I'm just more of the person. I like to be out of the house yeah. and I like to be in a group environment where there's other people. So totally. or lifting heavy weights. Um, mm-hmm. But this could be useful since I signed up for that triathlon. I'm going to have yeah. to start running and I really hate running.
1: <laughs> I love run- I see. I enjoy running. I don't like biking, which is funny because we got the Peloton bike. I'll do it because of the fun classes. Yeah. So like the, it's totally the atmosphere. It's, it's the energy, too. you know, yeah.
0: energy, atmosphere, entertainment. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be great too. If like you're traveling or somebody that travels totally. a lot or just need like something supplemental to, you know, if you're lifting, yeah. lifting weights three or four days a week, like doing this on other days. So yeah. it's a good segue for the five foundations of living a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think right now, if you are, looking at the internet or social media, everybody and their mother is coming out with programs or detox teas or shakes or whatever to help people, you know, start their new year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. And if you've been following us for a while, you know that we don't set new year's resolutions. We believe in just making this a lifestyle. And, um, like my post today was just about like, this is the last Monday of 2019 Mm -hmm. and taking some time to reflect on this year, You know where did I succeed? Where didn't I succeed? Why did I give up on myself? You know, middle of the week and start over on Monday because that was a huge thing for me. Living in the Monday mindset, I just kept myself trapped. Like Mm -hmm. I would tell myself, like, "Oh, Thursday night I'm going to go out with the girls," and you know I'm going to do good. But then I'd get there and I would feel like the pressure or the temptations. Totally. And then I just would not like fall off the wagon. I would just freaking like jump off the wagon Um, because I told myself stories that like it was okay. You know, Mm -hmm. well, you already screwed up on Thursday night, so why not just enjoy the weekend and start again on Monday? So it's like, you know, how many years have you been setting the same resolutions over and over? How many Mondays have you said, I'm going to start again? Those types of things. And, you know, we want to help you make it a lifestyle and you really need to be able to build your lifestyle on a rock salad foundation yep. because if your foundation is rocky, then you know, when the tides come and life throws you curveballs or you go through a stressful time, like
1: you crumble. Yeah. Totally. I, so. I think that these five kind of foundations are what we preach, what we live by. And we'll be honest, like we struggle with them too. But Always keeping them in the back of the mind, like we were talking about. You know, what are the five this morning? And as we were talking, I was sitting here with my my second coffee, and I was like, I need water. before we start, um, which, you know, let's start with that one. So the number one we're going to say is water. Um, I, I I would say that these aren't necessarily going to be in order of importance, but water's up there because, well, water is essential to life people. Um, your body is made up of water. Uh, it is mostly water. So blood is like 93% water. Muscles, 73% water. Fat is 10% water. And the average body is about 50 to 65% water. So what is, what is water useful? first of all. um, It helps us moisten and digest our food. Uh, It transports nutrients. It gets rid of waste, aka poop. And it serves as a solvent for a lot of like biochemical reactions that are happening in the body. It helps us sweat. Um, So first thing is like if you're feeling constipated for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. um, water can be the first area to look because water basically helps us Um, adequate fluid intake helps us essentially keep what we call like the lake adequately stocked (laughs) um, so that you can go to the bathroom regularly because if you are not able to go to the bathroom frequently which isn't normal we say at least once a day Mm -hmm. should be happening um, then then hydration can be kind of one of the main things well and if
0: your stools are really hard too, right that can be an indicator that you are um dehydrated and Mm so just making sure that you are constantly being aware that water is important to help you flush out the toxins and um, loosen up your bowels, if you will. Um, It's not a cure for constipation. Um, If you do have severe constipation or struggle with going to the bathroom every day. Um, me personally, this has been something that I've dealt with for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I add magnesium to my water. So I take it in the powder form of calm and I'll usually do that in the afternoon or evening before I go to bed. It's very gentle, but essentially what it does is it pulls water into your bowels mm-hmm. um, to help you pass yep. the waste essentially. Yep. So might be something if you're really struggling to go to the bathroom to add that into your nightly routine. But I would recommend starting with half of the
1: dose that they give you because otherwise it can kind of send you going to the bathroom quickly. Um, So how much water do you need? You need, we say about half your body weight in ounces a day. Um, and water yeah. is a good place to start. The eight by eight, eight glasses of water a day is kind of an old recommendation. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily applicable to everyone because everyone obviously is different and has different water needs. Yeah. And I think if you're somebody who exercises and sweats a lot too, mm-hmm. try to bump
0: that to about two thirds of your body weight yeah. in water in ounces, yep. um, because you know, you are sweating and that's getting rid of water. So you want to make sure that you're replenishing that to stay hydrated.
1: Yeah. So a couple ways that you can help get your water intake up, um, Knowing that water isn't the only source of water, Uh, believe it or not, coffee and tea are about almost 100% water, 99.5% water usually. Um, Soup and bone broth are both great ways. Vegetables. Vegetables. (laughs) Eat your vegetables, people. Um, Like Lettuce and cucumbers, obviously. Those are mostly water. Um, Broccoli and cauliflower, spinach and watermelon and grapefruit and cantaloupe, they're all Fruits and vegetables are a ton of water. So if you're eating a good amount of fruits and vegetables, which you should be, um, you're getting a ton of water there. You can also do sparkling water if you like. Here's one thing. I'm sorry if you're one of these people. People that say they don't like the taste of water. Water doesn't taste like anything, okay? (laughs)
0: So people say that it's boring or it's bland, right? I think there's a few things to increase your water if you don't love water. Number one is you can always add Mio or the water enhancers mm-hmm. to flavor it, drink it with really cold. So mm-hmm. ice cubes or refrigerated water. Um, me personally, I find that I drink more water through a straw. Yep. So I have a fun water bottle it happens to be a lifestyle nutrition water bottle. Yeah. Um. But yeah, <laughs> get yourself a water bottle too. That is fun and you like it. If you like straws, get one with a straw, um, you know, and then drink, However much you need, like set a small goal right now. If you're not drinking much water, let's try to get, you know, 50 ounces in and then we can slowly increase and work your way up. One of the biggest complaints that I get from people is I'm constantly going to the bathroom. Yeah. So let your body get used to it. It mm-hmm. will. Eventually, you won't have to urinate as frequently yes. <laughs> um, because you will get used to the amount of water that you're intaking. But you know, I know there's a lot of different controversy. Like, do I do eight by eight? Do I drink a gallon a day? And I really think it is all individualized yeah. because, you know, yes, I do think everyone at minimum should have half of their body weight. But if you're eating or sorry, drinking eight ounces right now to go from eight ounces to Six 80 o- ounces yeah. is
1: pretty extreme. Of so you're work you're your go way go the up there a lot. Um, Pea color, that can be a good indicator. Yeah, and this is a good way to, you know, individualize it for yourself. You should see something that is light yellow, okay? Think like a weak made lemonade, all right? Or even, you know, a lighter apple juice. But, like, if it's dark yellow, you're close to, you're pretty much dehydrated. Yeah, I I noticed this for me personally, like every morning when I pee, it's usually darker. And then after a couple hours into the day, it's starting to get lighter and lighter. So try to use, and if you're not going pee, that's not good. Okay. (laughs) If you don't go pee very much during the day, that's a huge indicator. So look at your pee color. That's probably the best indicator that you can have. Um, and making sure that, you know, you're going pee. relatively regular throughout the day yeah and i think it's always good to just as
0: new moms for those of you who are breastfeeding or are pregnant and going to try with breastfeeding drinking water is imperative to helping that supply Mm -hmm. so just a side note there for all you mamas out there all right let's move on to number two yes
1: Sleep. Want, yeah, yes. that's where I was going to. Good. Uh, so um this is probably the first question that Liz and I ask as coaches if people are struggling with results, um, if you're struggling with losing weight or feeling better, or if you aren't sleeping well. Um, this is like the number one thing that can impair your results and your progress is sleep. And People underestimate how much sleep they need. And we think, you know, in the, in today's society, let's be honest, everything is against us. Like mm-hmm. blue light at night, working hard, working long hours, having to get so much done, kids, like everything is against us getting good sleep. Yep. We don't care. You still need enough sleep. And enough sleep is shown seven to nine hours, seven being the minimum. And that's sleep. That is not amount of time in bed. So if you, nearly anyone is going to take a little while to fall asleep and might wake up once a night. You know, most people aren't sleeping through the night every single night. So that means you need to be in bed for like seven and a half to nine and a half hours.
0: And setting up your sleep environment. So we did a live on this in our Ellison community a few weeks ago, but That sleep environment is really important to helping you get restful sleep. You know, if you're in bed, you're not able to sleep, you can do things like making sure it's really, really dark in the room, that it's pretty cold. So like Mm -hmm. between 60 and 65, nothing's worse than waking up like sweating or feeling so hot. Yes. Um, Getting a... Salt lamp can be beneficial. Mm-hmm. You can also, you know, turn on some sleep sounds. Like I just usually go to Spotify and do peaceful sleep, um, like piano noises or yep. rain, things like that, that are calming. You can read a book before going to bed. You want to remove all those blue light inputs yeah. as well. So, you know, making sure that you turn your phone to night shift. Yeah. At you
1: seven. Can set a t- yeah. You can yep. set a
0: timer for that. That's been helping me a lot. Yeah. Um, stop the tv and you know read a book take a relaxing shower or a bath things like that Um, I personally like to do essential oils as well so I'll do lavender uh, or one called breathe you're so fancy (laughs) Um, art is very addicted to this thing like he knows when we don't have like if I run out of a certain essential oil he Mm -hmm. knows that the diffuser isn't on Um, it just helps us with breathing too so things little things like that they're not expensive um they don't take a lot of time they're just little things that you can do and we'll link it in our show notes too um to help you get more restful sleep and set that sleep environment up
1: yeah so this is here's the thing this is why sleep is important we're going to go through some reasons and results essentially of inadequate sleep okay so the number one that i think most people are concerned about is waking yep so a lack of sleep can impact weight in a couple different ways One is your hunger hormone levels. So we have hunger hormones called leptin and ghrelin. Okay. So they essentially get created when you have proper sleep. And when you have improper sleep, they get dysregulated. Mm -hmm. So ghrelin is intended to stimulate hunger. So when there's a lack of food in the system, ghrelin levels rise to tell you that you're hungry. Leptin is considered like our satiety hormone. When, yep. you're, when, you're, when you eat, leptin gets released so that you can know that you're full and stop eating. So when we are sleep restricted, studies have shown that there is about a 15% increase in ghrelin, your hunger levels, and about a 15% decrease in leptin, your satiation levels. So meaning you're hungry, you're hungrier than normal, and you don't get as full as easily. Yeah. Okay. So you eat more and you don't get full. And then also, a lack of sleep can impact how your body metabolizes throughout the day. So usually when you get less sleep, your body goes into this kind of survival mode a little bit, slows down functions, slows down your metabolism, you burn less during the day. So you're burning less, you're eating more, and... You're never getting full. You're never getting full. (laughs) So you're continuing (laughs) to eat. And on top of that... Our bod- studies have also shown that our body actually has a pretty immediate and significant impairment of glucose regulation. So extreme example, type two diabetics have a problem with glucose regulation. They don't produce insulin to remove the glucose from the bloodstream. So it's essentially how we process carbs and sugar. Um, we don't process them as well and we store fat a lot easier. Yep. So a bunch of ways. that yeah, you can. Yeah, there's a away. lot
0: of different research that's come out showing them hours of sleep and then the food quality, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually increases your risk of obesity by 55%. It's crazy. But you know, w- when I was doing the certification with Travis, he was talking about just one night of sleep deprivation where you're getting less than six hours can totally throw off your glucose regulation. So really, really important here, guys. If you struggle right now getting enough sleep, I want you to look at your day and look at where you spend your time. This mm-hmm. is one thing most people say, I don't have time. I can't yeah. find more time. But the reality is, This needs to be a priority for you to feel good and to be able to lose weight, stay healthy, not get sick. Um, So look at your day Write down. When you wake up in the morning, what are you doing? Are you laying in bed on social media, scrolling? (laughs) Are you searching online, you know, shopping, whatever that looks like? Uh, Are you driving to places that you don't necessarily need to? Could you use things like Instacart instead of spending an hour and a half at the grocery store? Like there's a lot of different ways that you can be more productive Mm -hmm. to find the time to get more restful sleep. Now, as new moms, we also understand that your sleep may get disrupted. We totally get that. I have a six-month-old and Becca has a 16-month-old so it is definitely sometimes a challenge yes. but again getting into bed like Becca makes fun of me like I'm a grandma but I've been going to bed at <laughs> eight o'clock at night because Marcus is down and I don't need to stay up and watch tv until 10 o'clock so oh. then I get up at four thirty, five o'clock when he's getting up around five thirty, six, and you know that's just how I'm getting my
1: sleep right now mm-hmm. you just make it work you it, here's the thing you can make time for exercise in your day if losing... People always make time for exercise. They're like, oh, I didn't I didn't feel good. I was, you know, I had too much to eat yesterday, so I worked out for two hours today. Okay, well, take one of those hours and get more sleep. Yeah. And I bet you'll feel a lot better, and it will make a much bigger impact on your progress. Okay, so that's number two. Moving on to number three. Speaking of exercise, yeah. movement, daily movement. movement. Okay, not exercise daily daily general movement. And we're kind of going to kind of group exercise and movement in this one together uh, because they're different. Uh, Exercise would be something that's purposeful, you know, 30 to 60 minutes of maybe high intensity, weightlifting, something that is definitely creating additional stress on the body, but that can help in terms of long-term your success with body composition change, with calorie burn, whatever it might be. Um, But this is extremely important. I'm, I know Liz and I are both, big proponents of weight training, um, over cardio just because one lifting weights is cool. Um, it makes you feel good and it makes you feel strong, but it's much, much better than cardio long-term with body composition change. Yeah.
0: The after effects too, just the calories that you're burning within the 24, 48 hours after, you know, most runners, if you look at, their calorie burn, when they stop running, they stop burning essentially. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe a little bit after, but mm-hmm. not like strength training. Yeah. So, you know, being intentional with your movement and finding, I'm gonna say at least three days a week that yeah. you can lift. I uh, think so. And push yourself hard. And then your other days you have to just walk or do yoga or yep. stretch bike, hike, whatever that looks like, you know, I think it's important that you do take rest days from intense exercise. Mm -hmm. You can't CrossFit every day and crush yourself or boot camp every day and crush yourself. You know, we were just talking earlier about the 10,000 steps and it's hard to get those 10,000 steps. Even if you are someone who goes to the gym every day and trains for an hour, but you have a sedentary desk job or Mm -hmm. you drive a lot or you sit for, you know, whatever reason, you're still considered sedentary. Yeah even though you're exercising in the gym for an hour every day. So, you know, just making sure that your non-exercise activity is as high as possible. Um, You know, park your car at the end of the parking lot instead of the closest to the door, go for a walk, you know, whatever you can do to get more movement in throughout the day, be intentional with that. And, you know, maybe not one day or one week will show a huge difference, but over time, totally all
1: those steps add up, all of those calories burned add up. Yep. Little by little, a little adds up. So yeah. I've been focusing on that a ton because I was not, I was exercising quite consistently, pretty high intensity. And I started tracking my steps because I was like, I'm active. I was not. Yeah. I was getting like four to five thousand steps a day because, you know, we do this. Yeah. We sit and we type and we answer emails and we create content and we're not moving. Right. And I don't coach as much anymore. And so I was not moving much. And now just because i'm aware of it it's that awareness has helped me now i'm averaging 12 to 15,000 steps a day because yeah. what i do is i create tasks for myself each day so like whether it's folding the laundry cooking dinner cleaning out our crawl space putting down the decorations like i'll put tasks on each day to make sure i'm getting in that extra movement helps a ton yeah so little by little that yeah. that daily would, movement adds up
0: i would say too like if you're somebody right now going into 2020 who hasn't been exercising or hasn't been aware of your movement. Don't start with a crazy goal. That's not Mm -hmm. realistic to say, I'm going to move every single day for an hour, right? Like let's start with 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day if you can, and then you can slowly build that up then you can add on some intensity. Then maybe you go to the gym and you start working with a coach or a trainer to lift weights and do some strength training. Um, Maybe start doing some classes, whatever that looks like for you, but just be realistic and don't set this crazy goal because we're yeah. talking about how important movement is that you're going to be an
1: hour a day or <laughs> oh, God. don't set yourself up for failure guys. Yeah. Just think easy. Make it a simple goal. Like even if, if you're not exercising at all right now, one day, Yeah. make next week one day and then two days and so yeah. forth. And then just be mindful, create that awareness, get a step yep.
0: tracker. Yep. There's cheap ones on Amazon. Mine was 25 bucks. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. All right. So let's go on to number four. And this is the quality of your food. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people ask us, number one is how much should I be eating? (laughs) And that's really the last part that we're going to go into because your quality of your food is more important than the quantity. If you're trying to lose weight, yes, calories in, calories out, the calories deficit is going to be important. But I personally believe that the quality of your food is more important because if you're eating what I did, when I did Weight Watchers, a bunch of frozen meals and junk Mm. just to eat low calorie, I wasn't nourishing my body. And your body will utilize this food as fuel. And so if you're giving it the right foods, oftentimes you find you can eat
1: more. Yeah, totally. And that's the thing that I think puts quality over quantity because quality directly impacts quantity. I have so many clients that when we start eating higher quality intake, and we don't even focus on Quantity of intake yet? We're just eating quality, and they track their intake. They're like, I can't eat enough, I'm getting so full, and you know, I feel good because quality of food usually means lower calorie foods like vegetables and fruits and lean proteins and healthy fats and starches. Those tend to be lower calorie in nature, but higher nutrient density, higher vitamin density, and so you're getting full easier. Because the calorie intake is just naturally lower. So a lot of times people actually see weight loss and they feel better. They're going to the bathroom more. They're taking in more fiber because the, the vegetables and fruits that they're starting to eat. So, you know, a good rule of thumb that I give my clients is like, shoot for two to three cups of vegetables a day. And that's just a basic goal. And that yeah. will help you stay fuller. It'll help you get lots of great vitamins and nutrients and fiber. And it's a good, simple goal. It's not anything crazy, not anything complex, but that that quality of intake is going to directly impact the overall intake.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And because you can eat a lot more volume too for less calories. So when people go from a calorie-dense diet, like fast Mm -hmm. food and processed food, right, to a whole unprocessed food diet, again just what you said. Yeah. They can't eat it all. They're like, Oh my gosh, you want me to eat all of this food because it's a lot more voluminous. So the other thing is better digestion and just mm-hmm. overall health, right? Because we're getting vitamins, we're getting nutrients. We're not having as many cravings because we don't have as many deficiencies. You know, we feel leaner, less bloating, less yep. inflammation. So rule of thumb that I kind of do is try to aim for 80%, if not more, of one ingredient foods. So mm-hmm. without packaging, right? I'm looking at chicken. That's chicken. Yep. I'm looking at black beans. That's black beans. You know, and then I build meals with these foods and then I do have things that are processed, right? Like, like I have protein rolls. bar, <laughs> cinnamon roll. <laughs> you know, or protein powder, other things that yep. maybe are supplemental to the intake, but um, just trying to keep about 80% of the intake not with package. Totally. Right? No packages. Totally. So, let's go then to the last thing here is balance of intake so yep. we have a whole other episode on macros which mm-hmm. is your protein your carbs and your fat yep. but we do want to briefly touch on the importance
1: of each and then how you can just start today using your hand as your guide yeah so we talked about the balance of food because i think that a lot of people especially around this time of year make these drastic ideas of i'm gonna go low carb Ugh. I'm gonna I'm gonna remove all, you know, breads and pastas and grains and everything that I, I enjoy, let's be honest. Everything you love, you're gonna remove. Here's the problem. You're removing a lot of nutrients when you remove basically entire food groups or if you go low fat or whatever it might be. So the importance of each one of these, I'm just gonna run through real fast, just because I think that in, in this situation, knowledge is power. It's a lot easier to adhere to things because you know why they're important. 100%. So like protein. Protein helps build and repair muscle tissue. It helps keep you full because it is the highest satiety level of protein, carbs, and fats. Um, It helps control blood sugar levels. So we recommend eating protein evenly throughout the day at each meal. Um, It needs, you need to pick bioavailable proteins too, because protein doesn't just serve as protein. It serves as a source of zinc, calcium, beta alanine, taurine, creatine, B vitamins, all of these things that your body needs that it cannot get from other sources of food other than bioavailable proteins. And what do we mean by that? Bioavailability means when you're eating protein, your body's actually able to digest, break it down, and absorb it, okay? So we talk about vegans a little bit, and we have nothing against it. We have nothing against veganism. You can totally do it well, but veganism sources of protein tend to be less bioavailable. You have to eat more protein to get the vitamins and the nutrients from them because the sources of them include something called cellulose, which is a plant that essentially... um, chemical. And so when you have the cellulose, it makes it harder for your, your body to break down the protein. Yeah. And so you have to eat more protein to get basically the same amount of resources that protein gives you. Yeah. Um because it's just not as bioavailable. Um and animal usually sources, yeah. That comes with more carbohydrates, yeah. and more, calories more calories, and more fat, and yeah. it's just
0: especially if somebody's wanting to lose weight, yeah. they go vegan, they think that's going to be an answer. Some people do it for weight loss, you yep. know, yep. um, other people do it for other reasons, but yeah, absolutely. And then just making sure that, you know, how to supplement that yep. diet. So there's,
1: those are other topics for another yeah. day that we'll share Yeah, in but the link, but we'll go down to carbohydrates next. So the one thing that people tend to remove, it's your main source of fuel. Your body hmm. wants to utilize it. It supports recovery through insulin response because when you take in carbs, your body spikes insulin and that blunts cortisol. So it it lowers stress essentially, which happens after exercise. Um, It aids in digestion because carbs are usually our main source of fiber and it's needed for thyroid and hormonal function. Too low of an intake can impact your thyroid function, which actually has led to a lot of thyroid problems in people Mm -hmm. that we see because they went way low carb for too long or way low calorie and it developed a thyroid issue. So I would
0: say hundred percent. I believe that when I was under eating severely and Mm -hmm. overtraining that had a lot to do with Hashimoto's diagnosis. But the other piece too, is even if you're not experiencing high stress from exercise, like you might not even be exercising right now, but guys in our society today between work, stress, family demands, just, you know, we live here in Chicagoland. Everybody wants instant gratification. Go, go, go quick, 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 fast. Nobody has patience for anything. Like You're constantly in this fight or flight mode. Yep. And so having carbohydrates can help you calm down as it blunts mm-hmm. the insulin. So if you're someone who has trouble falling asleep, you're tired and wired at nighttime, have a carbohydrate with your dinner yep.
1: and it can help, help bring down your cortisol levels. Yep. Okay. So finally is fats. So fats are crucial for hormone function. Fat and cholesterol is what forms our hormones. So if we are not taking in enough fat, we end up not producing enough hormone, and then we create hormone imbalances. It's needed for vitamin absorption. A number of vitamins need fats. They're yes. fat-soluble, meaning they cannot be digested and absorbed without fat. So a lot of your vitamins and nutrients, if you're taking any, take them with a meal that has fat in them. Right. And it supplies fatty acids that our body essentially cannot create. So omega-3s, most importantly, um, our body cannot create. So we have to take them in from food.
0: Yes, and I would say vitamin D is Mm -hmm. number one fat-soluble vitamin. So um, I shared on my story earlier, I just got my lab results back because I was starting to feel like garbage a couple weeks ago. And I've been taking vitamin D pills instead of the liquid vitamin D that I was taking with K2. And I usually always take it with a meal because you need fats to absorb it, Mm -hmm. right? And I know that for me, I need K2 to absorb the D3. So liquid form has just always been better for me, but I had switched off since I ran out of this. Um, particular brand that I like and they were out of stock so all of a sudden my joints are hurting my back is hurting I have like pains that I haven't been having and no matter how much I was sleeping I just felt constantly like fatigued mm. and then I was drinking more coffee which led to dehydration <laughs> so it was like this whole circle but you know I say all that to say, especially if you live in the Midwest and you don't get enough sunshine and sunlight, you need to make sure that you're supplementing um, with vitamin D. And we'll talk about that more in our next episode with supplements. Um, But just make sure that you have adequate levels of fat intake especially for females with our female reproductive hormones minimum 45 to 50 grams a day minimum yeah and if you weigh more you probably need more 100 percent. i think the best like lowest that i would take anybody is like 0.3 times your body weight so don't go you know below that if you're somebody who's really small um yeah i
1: would say about 50 grams be the minimum so how we can accomplish this in our day Um, We usually start with people just using like your hand as your guide. So protein, the palm of your hand or like a fist worth, um, depending on your size, the bigger you are, the more protein you'll need. Um, So starting with just like a palms worth of protein and then uh vegetables you want about a fist worth Mm -hmm. for vegetables about a cup and then healthy fats we usually say like a thumb size so tablespoon or two yep so that could be avocado that could be olive oil that could be almond butter seeds peanut butter i love peanut butter um and then you know supplying the rest of your meal with things that you want so that's just a good basis to have at least three to four times a day yeah and then adding your carbohydrates so that's about a half a
0: Cup, which would be a cupped handful, and making sure that you're doing that around your workouts. Or, you know, for me, if I have a rest day, I tend to have carbohydrates you know, evenly throughout the day, yep. but on days that I do exercise, I'll add an extra serving of carbohydrates post-workout. Mm-hmm. So, you know, using cup, handful, like have a couple of oatmeal or something yeah. like that. So yeah. trying to get well-balanced meals, it doesn't necessarily have to be macro counting or mm-hmm. understanding and tracking every single gram. That's, you know, more of an advanced yep. technique. But if you go to the show notes, we will link out an image that you can save onto your phone mm-hmm. that shows you exactly how to build your meals using your hand as your guide and you can start there. So yeah. hopefully this right. helped. I think that wraps up episode three. We're going to be back with some more. Thank you so much for being here with us. It is an honor to be able to educate you and help you improve your lifestyle. If you don't mind, please do us a huge favor and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. This will help us, especially in these first eight weeks as we get going, get ranked so that we can continue to grow, create great content, and help more people. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, please share it, take a screenshot, and tag us on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at lsn.coach. Um, And as a thank you for being with us today and spreading our message, we would love to continue to add value to you. So we have a special gift for you. If you head over to lsn.fit, you can grab a free copy of our diet free guide. This is a $27 ebook that we want to give you absolutely free. Just put in the coupon code, the food code. Yep. All caps. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.